welcome back to another FACT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on breathing and movement. Well, in today's little short Friday episode, I thought I'd flip open the laptop and uh, talk about something near and dear to my heart, OC43. Coronavirus OC43. Now, there are seven coronaviruses that we currently know about that infect humans and cause some type of pathogenesis. doesn't mean that there's other viruses on us. There's plenty of other viruses on us, other coronaviruses, but they don't replicate. They don't get into our cells. And that's OC43, um, 229E, NL63, the Hong Kong uh virus, HKU1, MERS, which is Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome uh, related coronavirus. It's very deadly, um, but only found in the Mideast. SARS-1 and SARS-2. SARS-2, of course, is COVID-19. Now, one thing I wanted to talk about right away is why I'm doing this. I can't tell you how many keyboard jockeys continue to hammer me when I bring out science and say, look, do you know, do do you even have a biology textbook in your house? I don't care what Fochi or Fuchi or whoever on TV says. These guys are politicians. They have not studied it. They are not talking to the people at North Carolina, Durham Hall, Um, University of North Carolina, where they did a lot of coronavirus manipulation and worked with the Wuhan Institute and sent stuff back and forth because there are certain legal things you can do in this country. Um, This isn't conspiracy. This has been going on for 10, 20 years. And if you're not paying attention, well, you know, if you're not into viruses and biology and you just watch Netflix and get most your science from whatever CNN says or PBS, Nova, um, show, then guess what? You're you're pretty lame. You got to be responsible for understanding how your own body works. And if you're not going to be responsible, you better know that the person who's giving you the information is 100% accurate and doesn't have one, an agenda. I don't believe all medical doctors or other doctors have agendas. I just believe they're humans just like us. And they have certain biases. And some of them just don't like to read past from undergrad. And they bounce through. These viruses, some of these viruses and how we manipulate them, we're talking since 2003, 2010. We've been playing around with these things, knocking off the spikes, playing with the capsets. And you have to understand how they work. When someone says they had a positive COVID-19 test, It doesn't test for the virus. It tests for the enzyme that the virus uses to get into the cell and replicate itself. Now, let me say it again. It checks for this enzyme. There are many other viruses that use the same damn thing, sometimes in the same coronavirus cousin family, use the same enzyme to replicate. And what we do with a lot of these tests is we amplify it. And I wanted to give some experiences. I hope I don't use any names to to betray them a little bit. But I want to give some experiences firsthand. We had people on, you know, very close to me, test positive. 
you know, test positive COVID-19, got a scratchy throat. This individual had cancer, um, so she was at risk. Guess what? She beat the cancer, but you would think this person would be at risk. Got a scratchy throat. That was it. Someone in their 50s. And her husband, who slept right next to her, they did not stop any marital activities, and he tested twice and tested negative. How is that possible? Because what they're testing for is an amount of enzyme from the virus. So an amount of viral load, numbers of viruses. And if your immune system working, kicking its ass, you're never going to test positive, even though it's all through your system, because you're kicking its ass. You're destroying it. That's what your immune system is supposed to do. Both of them did fine. They did the quarantine. Have another gentleman who's COVID scared on our team our powerlifting team. You know, when he heard someone may have it, he disappeared for two weeks. You know, wears a mask, all that. Okay, great. You know, wear a mask. I don't care about your religion, you know. Um, Wear your mask. Guess what? He went and got tested. He was positive. He tested two, three days later at a different place, whatever, and tested negative. Isn't that amazing? Within 48 hours, was positive, then negative. How is that possible? Because the tests are not that accurate to start with. Now, let's talk about the testing accuracy. Again, we're not checking for COVID-19. You're not checking for the the exact um, glycoprotein spikes. You're not looking for that matrix. You can't do that. You're checking for that enzyme. And what we do is we amplify anything that looks like that enzyme in the lab. And sometimes we get a lot of false positives. And if you look at some of the testing data, even the information that's on the test information, ready for this? It says you're going to get false positives with any of the, you know, viruses that use that enzyme. So a lot of these positives we see in cases are what? You know, some other virus. Maybe it's my buddy OC43, even though OC43 works a little differently. Maybe it's another coronavirus, like 229E. Maybe it's a lot of false positives. And maybe you are picking it up. Who cares if you have a positive test? The question is, does it make you sick? Right? Does it make you sick? I don't care if you've been into the gym. Did you get in shape? There's a lot of people going to the gym. They go to Planet Fat Ass and they eat pizza and donuts and play on the machines. It's just a way for them to get out of the house. They're not training. They're not working out. They're not trying to better their physiology, you know? So it doesn't matter if you test positive. Are you sick? If you're not sick, if you're asymptomatic and you tested positive, that just means there's enough virus in you to, you know, snap the test, enough of that enzyme, right? Replication enzyme. And then guess what? Your body just took care of it. That's what immune system's supposed to do. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. I feel like for the last eight, nine months, I've been dealing with four and five, six-year-olds. And these are adults and these people with degrees that don't understand science. The basic science I got at University of Maryland, Baltimore County, when I was 18 and would go into biology and learn these things and study and ask questions. None of that has changed. There's no way in nine months we've thrown out how viruses work. 
especially negative sense strand RNA viruses or positive sense strand RNA viruses. There's a certain way they work, the mechanics, and there's mechanics on how the immune system works. We're so worried about getting a vaccine. Vaccine's not the important thing. We don't need an antibodies because we know for coronaviruses, they wane. Or you wouldn't get a cold every year or every other year from the same damn bug. Do you understand? You need T-cell potentiation. You need the other side of the, the immune system that recognizes it when it comes in and kicks its ass. You need both. You also need a complement cascade, which is these proteins go around. They glue up some of this stuff. And that's another whole, you know, podcast to understand the immune system. But what I want people to understand is that the science of how they work is the science. Got up this morning, walked outside, got pissed off. There's some medical doctors that live in the neighborhood. And in their yard, there was a sign saying, we believe in science. Well, I would hope so. And then I thought, wait a minute, this is coming from a certain angle that, you know, social distancing and masks and all that help. Uh, no, they don't. This, this virus, if you sneeze, even through a mask, goes 38 feet. Um, it's a coronavirus. It is everywhere. It can last weeks, yes, weeks um, on surfaces. That's how coronaviruses work. But they're very, because of their very nature, they're not as virulent. Now, MERS is. SARS-1 was, if you had an already existing problem, an already existing pathology, you were already sick. We're already finding out if you're old and sick, this is not good for you. Well, any cold is not good for you if you're old or sick. Any flu is not. What irritates me is we're still not protecting the vulnerable, the older people who need sunlight, fresh air to build up their immune system. We're keeping them sequestered. They need good serotonin release, um, love and connection. We're keeping them isolated and lonely. Are you kidding me? This is not the plague of Justinian. Not even close. There are not dead bodies in the street. We're, they predicted 22,000 deaths in Minnesota, even with the mitigation efforts, by July 13th, 2020. We had less than 2,000. They were so far off. And that's with adding people who fell off a ladder and they just happened to have COVID. And, you know, they were listed as a COVID death. It's ridiculous. Your statistics are ridiculous. How long are we going to tolerate this bad math and bad science? If you don't know what a viral capsid is, if you don't understand an RNA negative and positive sense, um, replication method of these viruses, then you don't get to have an opinion. You, just because someone on Talking Heads said, yeah, this is going to work or not work, because you don't want to do the work and read it yourself, guess what? Read it yourself. And when you read the information and you go through the studies and you go through the research, you find out you're being fed a line of crap. It's all garbage. Yes, this is a nasty new bug for those over 60 that are fat, out of shape, and sick. But so is any cold. So is a flea bite. If you're sick, any type of new infection is going to blow you up. Anything. It's dangerous. The one thing that came out of all of this research is that Americans are already sick and overweight. 
we already have pathologies before these bugs came. So what about OC43? It's a human coronavirus. Guess what? It causes anywhere between 5 and 10% of all res upper respiratory infections in the world. If we throw in 229E, that's like 15% of all the colds, if I can say that. If we are now checking for 15% of all the colds that ever exist, we're going to have very high COVID-19 numbers because we're checking for the wrong thing. We're checking for the enzyme. I know recently in Minnesota, we stopped, you know, listing how many hospitalizations, ICU. Remember they said there was going to be 3,500 people by July 13th, 2020 in Minnesota on ventilators. There was like 120 that day or maybe 70 in ICU, maybe not even on ventilators, but in, on ICU. We didn't run out of ventilators. We freaked out. Maybe we watched too much science fiction, or maybe we don't understand how the immune system biology and obviously coronaviruses work. And because people were too lazy, they want to lean on what their friend said or their neighbor or their governor or a guy who's standing up who says he has an MD degree who does, never even looked at a coronavirus. Have you guys looked at a catalog on how it, um, to become a medical doctor? How much time do they spend under scanning EM, manipulating coronavirus, spreading platinum dust on them so you can see it? Hello? They don't. They read something. Oh, with SARS-1, we used this and this, and it was a mutation, and blah, blah, blah. Here's the history, and you may want to try this, this, and this, this drug and this drug. That's it. They don't study it. Virologists study these viruses, and we don't have the virologists standing up and talking about it. We have people at the CDC, epidemiologists, either talking good about herd immunity or knocking herd immunity. It's not about herd immunity. It's a damn coronavirus. 100% of us will have it within two or three years, or at least be exposed to it in our system, immune systems reacting to it, 100%. It's probably near 100% in America right now anyway. You can put on all the masks you want. You can socially distance. It's everywhere, laying around. You've already picked it up. And your immune system's already fighting it off. We're so worried about getting, you know, testing done in this uh, state. Um, one of my uh, powerlifting buddies says he got exposed at work, or at least people at work tested positive. So he asked to get a test, couldn't get one at the VA. That was a train wreck. And then he, it, he's going to take him a week to get one. He got one scheduled at CVS. Are you kidding me? Everyone is so, you know, damned excited about testing and it's, it's like pulling teeth to get this done. Unless, of course, it's a free one at the National Armory and there's a line, you know, four miles long. None of it makes sense. Folks, if you're sick, fat, overweight, bad heart, bad immune system, then you should be worried about everything, including pimples on your butt because they can become septic. You should work on your health. If you're not focused on your immune system, then you're at risk, whatever you're exposed to. Guess what? If you're over 70 or 80 with a poor immune system, you're going to be exposed. What's amazing to me is uh, the president, the orange man, got coronavirus. Yeah, he went in, got some experimental uh, antibodies, 
bounced back and within a week was screaming and yelling in front of 25,000 fans. Um, sorry, you can't deny the obvious. He tested positive and kicked its butt. His wife got it, who's younger, used vitamins and minerals. Guess what? Kicked its butt. And the boy tested positive, didn't use anything, he's fine. Well, you know, he's a teenager. So there you go. What does that tell you? That tells you some, that you have some big, big examples in front of you that show you why someone does well. well. Why did Trump do well? He doesn't eat well. Well, he doesn't drink alcohol. He may be 20 pounds overweight, but he's constantly moving. He's not sitting around. All of those things are very important. Movement, breathing. Watch your alcohol content. Watch your sugar content. Build your immune system. So about, you know, 5 to 10% of us, maybe even 15% of us this winter, will get OC43 or 229E. And you're going to have a hacking dry cough, lose your sense of smell because you have low zinc. You're going to have a little fever. And you're going to have all the symptoms they say is related to COVID-19, which OC43 and 229E give you. Or a bad cold, bad bronchitis. We forgot what that was like. Well, the deaths are going up. Well, in Minnesota, we lose 40,000 people a year, year in, year out. We also gain 40,000 people a year from people being born and people moving in. So we have a slightly positive number for increase in population. You know, it's a state of five, six million. That's the way it is. That's 120 deaths average about a day. And 20 to 40% of those deaths are from respiratory infections. And sometimes they don't even figure out what caused it. How many of those deaths are being shoved into COVID-19? Because we're checking for it. But do we also check for OC43? Do we check for other bacterial infections, co-infections that are causing the pneumonia that are killing them? Of course not. So this winter, as you get your flu, as you get your OC43 and you blame COVID, as you get your 229E and you blame COVID, and maybe you get COVID, think about your immune system and think about how we existed for thousands of years. We didn't hide from the infections. We, f we sought out the infections and beat them up. The healthy people beat them up. So the, so the virus would not mutate stronger. You know, you've had OC43 and you didn't freak out. You've had 229E, you didn't freak out. And now I have friends who had COVID-19 and they're laughing about it because it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. A pandemic, a virus so strong that you have to take a test to realize if you have it or not. This is not the plague of Justinian. What it is, is a pandemic of scientific ignorance and biological ignorance. And no matter how many signs you put in your yard saying you believe in science, there's nothing to believe in, it just is. It's not a religion. If you can't describe a viral capsid, then you don't know the science. If you can't describe how a negative sense RNA um, strand virus attacks a human cell, then you don't know the science. Putting on a mask 
doesn't make you smarter. Distancing doesn't make you smarter. So go ahead and do it. I'm not against it. Do all those things. But it doesn't make you smarter and understand the virus. It's not the plague. This reminds me about the plagues in Venice in 1500s, 1600s, 1700s, where they would, where the doctors would wear these masks. They look like flamingo heads, these long masks. And that was supposed to, you know, protect them from the plague. When the plague was really coming in on rats, on the fleas on the rats, and biting. It was direct in inoculation through a flea bite of a bacteria. Had nothing to do about breathing anything in. But that's the science they had. And you couldn't argue with those scientists at the time. Well, Fred, we know a lot more now. We do, absolutely. And we're still putting on those damn masks and living in fiction and hoping that going to church and putting out some Jerusalem incense everywhere is going to get rid of this thing. It's a sea virus. We live symbiotically with all of them. And we need to understand how they affect us. Pick up a biology book. Learn how your own body works. Pick up a book on virus, viruses. Learn how they spread and how they work. And turn off CNN. Your best bet, your best defense and offense is understanding the world around you and not relying on people, even though they have all the degrees that put signs in their yard saying, I believe in science, when the science they study is probably 90% accurate, but they don't spend the time on what's affecting them right now. A negative sense strand RNA virus that was manipulated, and guess what? Now it can affect humans. And it only takes out the elderly because their immune systems are suppressed. When 40 million Americans get 229E and OC43 this winter, of course, they're not going to have it checked for. Remember, remember your science and enjoy fighting off your coronavirus, OC43 and 229E though you'll probably just be told you have a cold. And this has been another fact podcast.